Welcome to the Astrology Airheads podcast with your hosts, Rosalind and Sydney, where we learn the language of the stars through pop culture. We're just a couple of air signs that love to demystify astrology and make it fun and easy and usable for everyday life. So what you watching, Rosalind? Oh my gosh, I've been watching way too much television as always. Um, the other day I was just wanted something on the TV and uh, so we turned on Catch Me If You Can. It's an old Steven Spielberg movie. From, Love it. Yeah, 2002. So it's about 18 years old if my math Oh my god, out. it's such a good show. Like, it yeah. doesn't matter. It, it's like one of those movies that it, it feels like it could have come out yesterday. It's really? Like yeah, yeah, definitely. So it stars um, Leo DiCaprio, Leonardo the Great. Da Vinci. Yeah, Da Vinci. <laughs> such a good actor. Such a good actor and painter. Um, but also Tom Hanks, uh, the father of America. Everybody loves Tom Hanks. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's basically, I don't want to spoil too much if you haven't seen it. <laughs> this 18-year-old movie. <laughs> um, but basically, Leonardo DiCaprio's character is Frank Abagnale Jr., and uh, he's a 16-year-old kid. Family's having some troubles. He runs away from home and goes on, like, the best crime spree <laughs> imaginable for a 16-year-old to pull off. Um, he becomes a airline pilot and a doctor and works on becoming a lawyer and just becomes, like, this great check fraud scammer kind of person. And he learns all this stuff about... I don't know how to forge checks because nobody done it before, <laughs> which is amazing. So, but anyway, of course, I'm watching this and I'm like, wow, this guy has so much luck, like an adventure and laziness. Like, I'm like, what is this kid? He's got to be a Sagittarius or something. So, of course, I looked it up mm-hmm. and, um, of course, they don't have his birth time, um, which you don't get a lot of information, but I got enough. I, um, he's a Taurus son. Mm. And oh, okay, so that's maybe where the laziness comes in. Yeah, yeah. Um, even though <laughs> Tauruses, not to bag on Tauruses, you guys are awesome. The, you're like the most stable of the um, zodiac, mm-hmm. but because you have all these gifts, it kind of makes you like not want to put out much effort. But it also Taurus also rules um, money, security, and so with this kid not feeling like he was secure in his family anymore, and they were running out of money. He felt like he needed to go out and do this to, to save his family. Um, and so he does this. But then I was like, OK, but the laziness thing, like why? You know, he can be creative and create all these checks and everything. But what gave him the boost? And I, I believe he has a Sagittarius moon. Um, and Sagittarius's are all about adventure and going out and learning things. And this guy, I mean, he actually did pass the bar. Um, so, <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> yeah, it, he studied for two weeks or something. And what? Yeah, yeah. yeah and I forgot to say this smart. was like based on a actual events. Like this person is a real person. Um, <laughs> and so you're just like, wow, this is amazing. He's using that Sagittarius moon. Your moon is all about emotions. So this this emotional turmoil that he's having at home kind of catapults him to become a fake pilot or <laughs> become a fake lawyer like hard jobs <laughs> yeah like a really crazy jobs <laughs> right right like yeah. who would do that and I think a Sagittarius would because um, I'm a Sag rising and definitely we can get kind of caught up in our own philosophies and um, learning new things and can be a little 
all over the place. Um, it's a mutable sign. We can kind of go back and forth mm-hmm. on things. But um, so, yeah, I was just floored to, even though I didn't know his birth time, to find out these two things were um, kind of interesting. Yeah. Oh, and also the other cool thing was, even though um, I didn't have the birth time, but you could see where the planets are. And so Jupiter was sitting in that ninth house. That's where Jupiter lives. Mm. It's all about luck and expanding things. So, And it lives in the ninth house. So it was just expanding the sky's idea of that he could do all this stuff. And he pulled it off for like three years. Um, so. But then he ended up work like he yeah. was in prison, but he ended up working for the FBI, right? Like, yeah, like that doesn't happen to anybody. That's some so luck. That's, that's a, a real lot luck. of luck. So yeah, that is weird luck. Yeah, he ends you know? up like consulting because he's such a great con man that they're right. like, we need you, man. Right. We like, need your brain. Yeah, all those little numbers on your check now are from because of him and all the trickery that he did. So. Yeah, to like help to protect the world against fraud yeah, that he created. Yeah, that he did. Like, what a guy. What like, a what a story. Yeah, yeah. so um, if you haven't seen that and we haven't ruined it for you, yeah. check it out. It's he's a, written books, too, so if you want to, uh, like, read yeah, them. Yeah, that's if you want to read, I guess. <laughs> no, Yawn. reading is fundamental. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do it. Please read more, everybody. Yeah, how about you? What, are you, what have you been watching? So I was watching um, Casual on Hulu. Oh, yeah. It's... Um, I, I hadn't heard of it. I don't think it's very popular, but I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I like ran through all the episodes. I thought it was super fun. Uh, the premise is that an adult uh, sibling pair, that's mm-hmm. a weird way of putting it, but um, <laughs> brother and sister are living together. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sister has a daughter who's in her late teens named Laura. And so um, the brother, Alex, is kind of helping the sister, Val, um, okay. get back on her feet and kind of figure out where they're going to move because mm-hmm. she just went through a divorce. So there's kind of like this um, brotherly, sisterly kind of weirdness, like they shouldn't be living together. Right, and there's right. like a lot of awkward space between them. <laughs> Because um, they're both like wanting to date and kind of start this sort of rampage of <laughs> sexual experiences, right. and they're like but family. Then your sibling is at home, and then and you have your weird. daughter to and also make it weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, so their interactions are really funny. Um, but I kind of thought it was uh, relevant to what we're talking about um, because you are a Libra and your son is a Leo. Yes. Um, and the brother and sister here are it's classic Libra Leo. Okay. So. Alex, um, the actor who plays him is Tommy Dewey. He's like in a lot of um, supporting roles, okay. in, especially yeah. on Hulu. He's like, I'm sure he's got like a deal with Hulu. <laughs> I don't know what's up, but he's a Leo and he definitely plays a Leo. He's super loyal to his sister and to okay. the daughter, um, his niece. Yeah. yeah, his family's like really important to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I felt like um, Michaela Watton's character, Valerie, was a uh, Libra because she's so detached from her <laughs> everything. Like she doesn't. Yeah. But she's kind of like a low vibe Leo or uh, Libra, where she doesn't really uh, care so much about everyone's experience <laughs> until all of a sudden she cares a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, for and sure. she's like a therapist, so she's constantly oh, like helping definitely. people yes. and um, kind of helping them to process things. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she's for herself. Yeah, it's a lot harder because yeah. we're all about the we and relationships and taking care of you know these things. But it's kind of hard to be introspective when yeah. You're looking at everybody else and making sure everybody else is like, you're okay, you're doing your thing. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's almost like her the first chapter of her life, she was all about everybody else. And now mm. she's like, now it's time for me, which is something that every Libra has to do eventually. They kind of get to that right. point where they're like, wait a second. Yeah, because oh. the opposite of Libra is Aries. Mm-hmm. Uh, every sign has an opposite. And so Aries is all about the self and the one. And 
we kind of have to do that at some point. You yeah. will eventually kind of bring more Leo energy because that's the opposite of Aquarius. Yes. And, and be the star and center of attention. And, uh, center of attention, which you love. I Yeah, gross. <laughs> and gross. No thanks. <laughs> but that's, I guess, my destiny. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah fun yeah. fun things for us. We're exactly. going to be heading into our fiery um, personas, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, we'll definitely try from air to fire. And now for our feature presentation. It's Aquarius season. <gasps> Yay. That's so exciting. Love oh Aquarius. my god. Finally. Finally. The air is here. So you feel like the breath of fresh air just um, wave over you? Yeah, yeah, like those like the symbol of Aquarius, the wave, you know. Yeah, which is visually actually a water wave. Yeah. yeah. That's so frustrating and confusing. And I just feel like as always, Aquarians are a little misunderstood. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we have the water bearer symbol. Yes. They're pouring out the water. Yes. But we're not a water sign. Yeah. And yet we have the wave and we're, still, water. we're still not a water sign. Nope. So it's like, what is the deal? And also the whole Aquarius. <laughs> Aquarius. Aquarius. Yes. Yeah. It's very frustrating. Yeah. Because we are so not water. Water's not emotion. Water mm-hmm. Water's like creativity and intuition. And we are like logic and pretty not emotive right or with the air that comes in here so Mm -hmm. the air signs are all about the intellect and so I think you guys are really good at understanding your emotions or kind Mm -hmm. of intellectualizing your feelings and trying to do the best you can and so I think some people feel like that's cold because you might withdraw but it's because you're trying not to hurt somebody yeah Yeah. absolutely like um in a really emotionally intense situations Mm -hmm. I will just choose not to emote yeah like emotion is truly a choice for me Mm -hmm. like I can choose to just turn it completely off and just Mm -hmm. say words that are communicating when I mean right the problem is that people don't work that way (laughs) not everybody uh so they take offense at the non-emotion like they want more emotion from me right I'm just like but, I cannot win here. Right, right. Because so. this is how you process emotion, information. Yeah. We think and then we feel or sometimes we feel and then we're like, what's that? And we like mm-hmm. process it mm-hmm. and like a top to down or bottom to top way. Right, right. Before we actually express it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you want to make sure it's like you're it's like a checklist kind of system, you know, where yeah. you're like, OK, is this my feelings? Like, I feel like it's I don't know. I, maybe as an air sign, I kind of understand that, too. Like, yeah, I just want to process all this. And then come in. I don't want to be crying and snotty face. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, all you like water signs. And like earth people. I don't know. Yeah, humans. It's like almost like all air signs come with a filter. Like a, a good. A little bit of a filter. You know, we all have an air filter. Yeah. yeah we're, yeah. we're processing those emotions and letting all that gunk kind of sit back. Right. And it's, we'll choose yeah. to show you. Unless we bottle it up so much and yeah. internalize it, then it can get really nasty. And we just sort of like. And then that's where the water bearer comes in, yeah. where it's pouring out all this emotion. Yeah. It's either out in the street or onto someone else. Yeah. So you got to yeah. be careful. <laughs> yeah. So it's not that they don't love you. No. <laughs> it's just that we're intentional about our emotions. And yeah. we know that they can be destructive. You Definitely. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And so you don't want to go tricky. there. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Um, so, yeah, I do like that kind of analogy of like, yeah, you're just processing 
your love for somebody. And... Yeah, give us some time. We'll, right, we'll right. get there. It's right. just slower because we have all these obstacles to go through before we're ready to emote. So if you do have an Aquarius finally open up to you and share their feelings, it's oh. probably... A, because Amazing. it's too much <laughs> and they cannot handle it alone anymore, right. or B, because they've thought about it for such a long time yeah. that it's finally time to communicate it, and right. they are probably very intentional about the way that they're right. communicating. Right, And we're definitely talking, like, about this, you know, your Aquarius sun sign, mm-hmm. so... Yes. Um, your Aquarius moon, you might be even more withholding of your emotions. Absolutely. Or, you know, so... Um, but for the most part, yeah, definitely. That's a really good description. So what else is there about Aquarius's size? We um, are in the 11th house of friendship. Yeah, right? you guys rule that house. You rule. We rule it. We rule friendship. We got friends. Which is weird because you're not emotional necessarily. Yes, we're like the perfect example of the introverted extrovert. Yeah. You yeah. know, Social. we have yeah. yeah, we have that light switch. We can turn it on. We can turn it off. We love to be alone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's almost like we don't care about people's feelings unless we know them. It's <laughs> a weird thing to say, but ouch, we, but ouch. at the same time, we understand the collective. Yeah, like I care about people as a whole, about groups of people, underdogs, like that. Yeah, that, it's close to it's my the heart. Humanitarian. Yeah, yes. but if I see somebody and they're, you know, doing something ridiculous or or they're being rude or whatever, yeah. I don't really care about their feelings. Mm-hmm. But my friends, I'm like, of course, I care about your feelings. Like yeah. that's really important to For me. Sure. Yeah. So there's kind of like this weird, like it doesn't super, it's not super consistent. Which right, is right. Classic air sign, really. Right, yeah, because you, know? you know we're just all up in the air, kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, at any point the air can change directions. Yes, yes. Like truly, that's very true. So, yeah. um, I love that. You know, um, Aquarius is also one of the three signs that have a dual planet rulership. So, right, because the telescope wasn't invented at at one point when the Romans looked up in the sky and they named all the planets and said, yep, that's the end of the line is Saturn. (laughs) (laughs) No more's up there. Yeah. And so um, Aquarius's original ruler is Saturn, um, which he also rules Capricorn. Um, And so I feel like with Aquarius too, it's a fixed sign. Mm -hmm. So it's right in the middle of winter. It doesn't change seasons like some of the other signs or start anything. Mm. Um, So I feel like that energy with Saturn really keeps them kind of, well, more grounded than the other air signs. And they're a little bit more practical, makes them more practical. Whereas us, like the Geminis, who I love. Um, <laughs> there's a lot going on there yeah. with the dual personalities, and then Libra is always back and forth. Can I decide? You know, decide. I'm too. I'm a scale. I'm mm-hmm. trying to balance everything. And with Aquarius and having that fixed energy with Saturn there, I think is helpful. Yeah, I think how it expresses itself in social situations is if we see kind of like a really in, like intense high. We Mm -hmm. sometimes can kind of bring it down a little bit, Mm -hmm. not to be like a total party pooper, but we tend to kind of like, we can be like, absolutely. Like (laughs) one of the the things that we're going to be touching on when the classic Aquarian characters is the best party pooper (laughs) in the world. And it can be a Debbie Downer. Like sometimes like the facts that I have in my head just stored and ready to go are like accurate appropriate for the subject but not appropriate for the social for situation moment. yeah yeah you yeah know, like, like we're all having a good time and then <laughs> i'm like oh this <laughs> hey use a coaster yeah. you know kind of at the party and it's like yeah you know, we're like, beyond coasters at this time absolutely <laughs> yeah so energetically sometimes we can kind of balance the room 
if it feels kind of dull, maybe that's when we kind of like spice it up and okay. have a funny, you know, thought that kind of like yeah, changes yeah. the mood or whatever. Right. So in that way, that's kind of the Saturn energy, um, which is very common with the Capricorn, like seriousness. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense. We're friends. We're right next door. Yeah. yeah so right. there's sort of some exchange of energy that we share. Yeah. Yeah. You which know? is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then something happened. The telescope was invented. And oh, my gosh. There's a few more planets out there. Yeah. What what's going on? Let's um not do this dual thing anymore and we'll give these um planets to these guys that, you know, aren't that need them, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, how interesting that you realized this yesterday. It was kind of a cool epiphany that it was, it was Uranus that yes. was the first planet, right? And so why is that? Right, right. Particularly interesting. Yeah, exactly. And because, the, because of the story. Is that the Greek story? <laughs> no, it's because it's the ruler of innovation, remember? Oh, that's right. Oh because it's the first day of Aquarius season, right. we are super ditzy. Yeah. Like, we can both feel it. Like, I am, like, all over the place <laughs> mentally. So, and I didn't we, really sleep. We've had, yeah, we're not sleeping. Capricorn was rough in yeah. terms of sleep yeah. for both of us. And now I think my mind is so active. Yeah. And we all we both have trines, too. That's something that's kind of cool about oh, our that's friendship. True. So we have a trine in air. Yeah, yeah. Both of our um, trines. Charts. So That's we're just right. we got a hand in every yeah air every sign. every air sign. So we're super. Yeah. I mean, that's why we named ourselves the astrology air heads. Yeah, it's kind of true. Yeah, it kind of truly is. So yeah, yeah, no. So, so because you're of in a, innovation. Yeah, because of innovation. Yeah, with discovering, you know, creating a telescope. Yeah, they were able to discover this wonderful planet that's tipped on its side. So it's a little unusual. That's so interesting to me. And when you say tipped on its side, yeah. what does that mean? Like, so like you know that? how you have like your the Earth, the North axis is like you know, you, we think North yeah. above us, yeah, and it's south going vertically, is below. yeah, like yeah, yeah, Vert- vertically vertical. If we're pretending that <laughs> we're looking at the solar system and up is up and down is down, yeah. which doesn't exist in yeah. space, yeah. Sorry, this is getting very meta. <laughs> right. Smoke. Yeah. Um, so anyway. So the axis is going vertically for yeah. every other planet. Yeah. But Uranus is different. Uranus is tilted on its side. Like literally yeah. horizontal like or some, like Yeah, like mostly pretty much on its side. I'm not a scientist. No, but no. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not a scientist. But what? I, one. I know. Oh my gosh. Shocker. Um, but yeah. Uranus, yeah, is on its side. So north would be, I guess... East or like there's a new north, or yeah. I don't know, yeah. Or you know, the top of your head would be where your arm is, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's perfect for Uranus, right? Because it's like the planet of the weird, yeah, yeah. The innovative, it rules the internet, technology, electricity, like that shot of like inspiration, like oh my gosh, Eureka kind of a moment, yeah, that you have. So it's cool that it's paired up now with Aquarius. I believe it was discovered, let's see, March 13th, 1781. Yes. So actually, what does that make it? Um, is that? It's in Pisces. That's a Pisces time. birth date for Uranus. Is that super like layered? We're doing the birthdays of the planets. I know. Oh, man. We're getting way deep. This is yeah. too far for me. Let, me. let me pull myself out. But also, I think there was a revolution was happening. 1781. Yes. Um, I think Uranus was actually going to be named after King George. Which is like 
No. Look. We don't need to colonize yeah. outer space, Outer too. space, we shouldn't. But also, he wasn't, like, he had some mental challenges, so. Oh, yeah, he was kind of yeah. a rocker. You know, they called him the Mad King George. I mean, we succeeded from Britain. Right, we're like, time. we don't want any of that crazy yeah. rot here. Yeah, and don't tax our tea or whatever. Yeah, yeah. let us drink our tea in peace. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, or exactly. <laughs> story was. <laughs> Just nailing all the history yeah. right now. Um, so, yeah. So Uranus was discovered then, 1781, and then Neptune in 1846, and then Pluto in 1930. And we'll touch on those later when we get into Pisces season and yes. Scorpio, because um, those are really interesting stories. A little bit yeah. Of so basically, it's like a Greek and Roman mythology story right. mm-hmm. where basically Uranus is the father of Zeus, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is the father of Saturn. Yes. And so Uranus is all about, you know, maybe it had, it's his father of the sky, uh, like the, the sky. Yeah, rule the skies. Mm-hmm. And then Zeus came along and it, whatever. And, he's, and, he's, <laughs> and Zeus is Jupiter, so. Oh, right. Zeus yeah, is Jupiter. Yeah. So that's me so he's cool. confusing my Greek and my Roman. Yeah. So if we is... stick with Roman. <laughs> Roman. It's Uranus, <laughs> Jupiter, and then Saturn, and yes. that's the lineage. Yes, yeah. And so uh, Saturn comes in and overthrows um, Uranus. Zeus. Yeah, Uranus. And Saturn in is all about time. Saturn's so about time? Is it? No. Okay. <laughs> so what's, you're right. Before you're right. time, you're right? right? Okay, so yes, Uranus is the before time yeah. god. And Saturn, and it's like kind of these lofty ideals and whatever. And then Saturn comes in and says, no, we need a little bit more stability. We need structure. We need a way to measure everything. Mm -hmm. We need things to just fit into its little place. Yeah. And so he's like, Grandpa, you're out of here. Yeah. You're too old. Your generation. Get out. Yeah. (laughs) It's like uh, boomers and millennials. Yeah. That's pretty much. But Saturn is like, it's like if millennials were the boomers in this scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah order yeah mm-hmm. and so they're coming in saturn comes in and overthrows uranus so that's yeah. why uranus is... it was the structured god yeah um yeah so that's the weird story but yeah you can... that we told flawlessly <laughs> perfect we were geniuses applause there. <laughs> i think applause goes here yeah i think so but yeah, um, and we'll put the information in our show notes yeah i think we're gonna do that too just yes. so you guys can click on a link and be like oh this is what they're talking about they had they totally yeah didn't know (laughs) yeah and i also wanted to share something that's personal that's going on with me right now and kind of a good expression of how Mm -hmm. uranus and saturn can work to um affect one person in one sign yeah so my saturn is actually in aquarius like in my personal chart yeah Got a lot of Aquarius action in my chart. So what that means for me is I'm actually a very serious person. Mm-hmm. I can be very practical and very careful about how I operate. Mm-hmm. But Uranus is also the ruler of Aquarius. So I'm affected quite a bit by the weirdness of right, things. Right, right, right. Like my first, um, or not my first, but the car that I purchased mm-hmm. was an electric car. Right. Which is what Uranus rules, right? Yeah, electricity. So I, I'm like zooming around my little electric, innovative electric. car. Yeah, like it's electric. It's the future. Yeah, but it's also super impractical. Budget-wise, it was wildly practical. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm like wanting to expand my North Node, which is Sagittarius, I know you guys get ready. Yeah, yeah get fun ready. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> this is a lot. But um, I'm, you know, going through the process of getting a new car. And this car also has to be super practical. It has to be fuel efficient. It has mm-hmm. to be the budget. It has, you know, I have all these rules and things that are very yeah, Saturn-like, yeah. but it's got to be weird. 
like the it's thought a of, of a, a sedan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like no judgment to the sedan owners. Like I respect it and I understand logically my Saturn why you would want a, um, a nice sedan mm-hmm. or a mm-hmm. practical car like that. Yeah. But I need a weird car. Like yeah. it needs to reflect myself, you. my yeah, the, a little bit of yeah. the Uranus, and it's and, weird, yeah. right? It's a weird. Yeah, thing. we were going to get lunch <laughs> yesterday, and just she just happened to see the car, and I was like, "Ooh, that <laughs> is not my first choice," but I get it. And yeah, some people like that style. Yeah, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Like no. I pick things that are not for everybody. No, which is cool. Yeah, you know. it makes life more interesting. Yeah, and I'm very aware that my choices are not. Like for all. Right. But it's, I didn't make them for you. I made them for me, you know? And that's <laughs> well, kind of an Aquarian like yeah, perspective yeah. of things. Yeah. It's not being afraid to be different, but also the Saturn kind of ruling. Um, the practical side yeah. of you. So yeah. you kind of have these like, just when you think you're going to be super weird, it's like, but it's not so weird that it's. It's not impractical and that you can now drive yourself yeah. north or wherever you need to go. You yeah, can travel and my... not worry about the electric car that you Running out might. Of yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was an interesting chapter of my life. But, um, but yeah, yeah. There's, you have the push and the pull there. Um, these two rulerships. Which is kind of classic Aquarius. You kind of have that. You're not going to be so weird like a Pisces can be. Yeah, eventually, you know, hopefully, something. something will reel you in. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I do know a lot of practical Aquarians. Yeah. And some people feel more of that practical Saturn side and mm-hmm. um, others really feel the Uranus. Which you might feel um, like if your Saturn is in a fall or something, you might yeah. kind of notice that it's... it's You're going to be more serious. Yeah. yeah. Or you're coming out of the salon with like pink and orange hair. Yeah. Which is definitely <laughs> which is without. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. It's in the realm of possibility. Yeah. Yeah. Because hair is changeable. Like absolutely. it's it's a low commitment. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you can shave it off. Yeah. Start exactly. Again. Yeah. Which I've done. I have had bald hair. <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, that's that's Aquarius. So if you're having more questions about Aquarius, please comment on our Instagram or on our podcast or whatever, and we'll answer your Aquarius questions. Also, we've got an email. Yeah. I did email. Yeah, I created one, so it's just. <laughs> <laughs> and we're getting so many messages. Oh my gosh. <laughs> From New York. Yes. Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> but that's astrologyairheads at gmail.com mm-hmm. just like our podcast name so mm-hmm. that should be very easy but send us stuff we'd love to answer your questions um, and we'll do it in a public way so that you get a shout out too yeah yeah so, yeah thank you <laughs>